dear. Happy Tuesday, everyone. It's welcome to episode 107 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. Henny, Saturday morning, funniest thing during your workshop at 930. <laughs> yes. I am so for those that don't join Henny this, on a Saturday morning at 930 at Lawrence this, Park. Why, why, why? I don't know why you don't do that. Why you wouldn't join us on a Saturday weird. morning at 930. I really don't know because no. it's a great group. It is a great group. And anyways, so it was, um, the, the temperature has changed here because the seasons obviously, and they're changing everywhere in the world. My seasons are not the same as your season. So I've gone into mm -hmm. fall and it's getting chilly and it's quite, the clouds are very low. So there's a lot of dampness and moisture. Anyway. I was sitting outside still, but then I had to get up and get a, bl uh, a blanket to wrap around me. So immediately I had two private messages from people asking me. But then a few minutes pass and someone actually raises their hand. They want to speak. So Henny, you know, says, you know, well, now I don't feel so bad because Sandy's in her South American estate. That was the best part, the South American estate. <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> living uh, it up but at least living, living, la vida loca la vida loca here with my estate on my estate um, that was so yeah. funny oh, but sure. I, I, was, I was it was very funny it was very funny <laughs> oh my goodness I mean it's so things that okay here's the funny thing about humor and like things that you find funny first of all certain like turns of phrases and words just are funny but then also sometimes things just hit you particularly funny you know <laughs> and like on a regular day it would have been like oh that's kind of funny but then like on a particular day at a particular moment it is like the funniest thing you've ever heard or ever seen and I feel like this was kind of that like I think it was it was quite like it was very cute and funny just the way that she said it and and like the fact that she was feeling really better about her own situation because you needed <laughs> like like the whole thing was quite humorous but it just felt especially funny on Saturday morning 100% 100% and and really because it was just came out of the blue and it's not in the type of an environment that that it wasn't it had nothing to do with the no, topic with any, of the discussion. Yeah. <laughs> it was so it was great. It was great. Oh, <laughs> it, was a, it was a good addition to the flow of the workshop, let me tell you. hundred <laughs> percent it was. Loved it was it. super good. Okay, Henny. So this yeah. morning um I was uh I, I was I was out anyways and then I was I had an appointment and I had some extra time so I went from the one place to and I got dropped off at a park okay. and so I um and I had my I had some food and whatever so as I do in my bag yeah. and so I sat on a bench and and I pulled my mask down and whatever but I put my earplugs in and I thought oh you know what I was listening to um Smartless and it was Gwyneth Paltrow was on and I guess she's got some sort of a company called Goop she does yes so anyway, the the boys are talking to her um, about Goop. And so Jason Bateman says out of the blue, he's like, so it's like like all over the world. He goes like, say, like, is Goop like in Peru? 
<laughs> and you're like, no, but I am. I am here. But it was just, it was one of those things I laughed out loud because I was like, can you see me? Do you know I'm listening to you right now? But, and then, she, and then she's like, no, I don't think we are, but we could probably get someone in Peru. You know, she's going on and on, but <laughs> that's so funny. And then their Instagram, they dropped, like, I just happened to open, <laughs> open my phone like an hour later and they had just dropped. There's only three comments. So of course I had to like, you know, at Jason Bateman of all the things, blah, blah, blah. So now I'm waiting. Cause I'm, you know, I'm a hundred percent sure he's going to reply to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's quite possible that his people will. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it was super, it was super funny. It was just like one of those things. And you're, I, I was thinking, oh, he's not going to say. And then he was like, like Peru, like random, like out of the blue. It was just kind of cute. It is cute. Every time yeah. I'm in the grocery store and I see Prados that's from Peru, I'm like, oh, look, I should buy this. It's from Peru. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Support the economy. There's so many people here. Oh, there's, I mean, there's like, ugh, anyways. Yeah. Tragedy with stuff, you know, it's just yeah. like everywhere. Every, there's stories everywhere about stuff. But anyway, anyway. For sure. Yeah. So and, I will tell you something that yeah. is not a tragedy <laughs> and it's unrelated to anything, but I'm just, yeah. I just thought of it because you were saying you know, about tragedy everywhere. So today as part of like one of the reflection activities that I was doing with my students just about some of the things that they've completed in the last couple of weeks at the end the last two things I asked them one was just to ask them how they're doing like how are you doing academically social emotionally physically mentally like how are you doing how can I support you better you know that sort of thing and then the other question was you know how are you finding like my instruction while we've been online are you getting the support that you need and what do you need to do to like to have a good rest of the year just to sort of because like we are getting to the end of the school year and so I want them to kind of think about that but I also want to make sure that that I'm doing everything that I can to, to help them as well. The, those kids, like, sometimes they just drive me crazy. But <laughs> I have to tell you, their answers were so super sweet. Like, oh. they were just like, you know, some of them were like, well, you know, you know, it's been a really rough year, but, you know, I you know, I think you do a really good job of like helping people out or, you know, like one kid was like, you know, for the first time ever, I feel like you actually try to make learning interesting. And I was like, oh, that's such a nice thing to say, but like also too bad that you've made it to grade eight. And that's the first time you can say that, but you know, it's okay. But it was, it was just really like, it was really cute. But you know what it made me think of is it just made me think about how much we just all want someone to listen to us, Mm. you know? And so I think me saying like, just putting it out there, but putting it out there in a way that was not like in the every morning I say, morning, everyone, how's everyone doing? Silence. (laughs) And I'll be like, anyone watch something fun over the weekend? Silence. And I'll be like, (laughs) anyone did you have a good breakfast silent like it doesn't matter what I say in the morning 
I, I am always greeted with silence. And so then I'll often will just say like, no, guess not. All right, let's move on. Like, because what are you going to say? Right. But yeah, because this, I think because it was written, so they had an opportunity to write me a response rather than give me a response. I don't know if maybe that's some of it, but, mm. but just asking them like, how are you doing? It was like, you know, and some kids just said like, yeah, I'm doing all right. Or, you know, oh, this is like this part, this thing that's going on in my life is hard or whatever. Like, and then some kids had like quite a bit to say, you know, but it, but it was really, it was a good reminder for me to say like, how easy was it for me to just like genuinely, ask, I mean, I have to genuinely want to know what they're going to say. And I do, yeah. but like, how easy was that for me to just ask them how they were doing? pretty darn easy and I think a lot of them were appreciative of it you know yeah for sure for sure uh I mean everybody you're right everybody wants to be heard and I think that it was the way like you said them being able to sit and think and just write it rather than have to share that Mm -hmm. because that you know they just don't have the they just don't know enough to know that if one person just said something everyone else would have chimed in, but it takes that one person, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's good. Yeah. And that you asked and that, and that you, I mean, did you get anyone that thought you could do anything differently? Cause well, I was curious to see, you know, because, and I'm, and I am like, I asked the question genuinely looking for an answer, right? Because, because I'm doing what I think is best, but I mean, who knows? Right. Um, no, I'm trying to think, no, like a a lot of kids just said, like, I really like that you do like this specific thing, keep doing that. Or I really like that you do this specific thing, keep doing that. A couple of kids said like, there's nothing you can do differently. Like I just have to do something differently. And I was like, okay, that that is also true and fair. (laughs) So, (laughs) so, So it was good, but I don't feel like. They were just like, no, everything's great, you know, because they yeah. thought that's what they needed to say. Like the answers were more thoughtful than that. So oh, that's good. Yeah. That's great. <gasps> oh, Penny, can yeah. I tell you? Please. Okay, people. So, you know, I, I've mentioned before I took this this everyday herbal course and I, I signed up to do the assignment because I thought, you know, that'll give me the extra push, you know, blah, blah, blah. And basically what it did was gave me a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress uh, that over this past week. I spent so much time on something that is like, honestly, so little because one, I overthought it, mm-hmm. way overthought it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. T- tried to make it more complicated than it needed to be. It's Correct. not like, it's not like I'm going to like get fired. It is not like I am, going to win a contest like I mean all I'm all they're just marking to see whether or not you kind of met the requirements Mm -hmm. does do things make sense I'm sure the person will come back with some recommendations about maybe the you know who knows I'm I'm expecting that Mm -hmm. otherwise why would you just send something in and somebody tells you everything's great correct yeah 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 um but it's because I I've never had to do anything as simple as even like (laughs) creating I've created word documents lots of times but then to have to put pictures on it and then the pictures have to be a certain size and then you had to do this and that and I was just like oh my gravy 
seriously. I was crying. Uh, Friday, I was crying. I was hundred percent literally crying. I was- know. I I wanted you to FaceTime me so I could I walk know. you through it because it's because guaranteed there is an easier way to do it than what you were doing. Like, I'm just, like I don't know what you were doing, but I can pretty much guarantee that there was a simpler way. Although I will tell you, in all fairness, formatting in any, uh, whether it's a Word document or a slide or whatever, like formatting is finicky and does take time. So I, so I mean, it's not like it's a, it's not like it's a 20 minute job, but I'm sure yeah. that it wasn't the, you know, 10 hour job that you made it. And, and literally, I think I probably spent between eight and 10 hours. I on, think you did too. Yeah. And then to get to the end and realize that I'm missing one of the photos. That's serious. No. And so then I have to go and buy more ginger. To redo <laughs> it, to take the photo. Uh-huh. More limes to peel. So I have my lime, my peel. Oh yeah. Anyway, so I did it yesterday. I took the photos. I sat down and and I um, put the. Uh, I got the photos in, and then I was <laughs> trying to. And then Phil had helped me with something. And next thing I know, it's like it looks like a grid. I go, what is this anyway? Oh, no. oh. And then I had to change it to a PDF. But I've done that. I have done that before. So I did remember how to yeah. like. But anyway, Phil's like, I think, he, and my computer keeps doing the spinny wheel. Yeah. Why? Feels like I mean, and it's not. It isn't that old. Like, and this yeah. isn't. It wasn't like it was a, a bunch. Like it's like, you know, big files that I'm yeah. trying to like. Yeah. Uh, and anyhow, anyhow, all of that to say, and I didn't leave it to the last minute because it's not due till May 28th. For sure. Why? And how do you feel it? now that you've handed oh, it in? I was just like so happy that I I. I was like, oh, as soon as I pressed the send button and it said received, I was like, Hala fucking Julia. <laughs> I Seriously. Hear that. And the lesson I learned is I'm never going to put myself through that when I don't need to. Mm-hmm. Like, what did I get from that except for like making me feel really bad about myself, making me feel like I'm so stupid. Why did I do this? This is so simple for everybody, and I'm an idiot. And why is it that we go to that so quickly? Mm-hmm. That's the question. I know why. One reason. There was already other things that were happening at the same time. Like that, that were, it was a cumulative thing. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing that just like put sort me of put you over. Yeah. Like that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Yes. But, and I knew what I had to do, which we were talking on Saturday at the workshop and it was about habits right Mm. and why we sometimes why we you know want to do things or change things and we don't were we not talking kind of about that so yeah so in april we taught like the whole month of april we talked about habits but the final week of april we were talking about you know when you have something ahead of you to do what's the hang up is it is it getting started on that thing is it seeing it through to the end you know, like what, what yeah. part of the task is the, is the challenge. And then, yeah. yeah. And then the, the goal is really to identify, okay, what's my sticky spot. And then how can I fucking sticky help spot. myself get through that? Right. You know, I was like in, I, I, it was like, I was wrapped in duct tape. That's my sticky spot. 
Like yeah. I was like, <laughs> but no, but for me, I knew that to stop procrastinating, I had to tell somebody mm. that I'm doing it, which happened to be you and said to you, check in on me. And yeah. there were, you checked in one time. I thought like saying fudgesicle you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, because, yeah. And, but the good thing was, cause I gave you a list. I said, this is what I'm doing today. Follow up on with me. I went through and I had done most of the stuff and I sent it to you. And then you said, oh, did you order your mom's birthday gift? And I had forgotten, even though I had checked the list again. Mm-hmm. So it was a good thing. Those are the things. That's why you have to tell people. That's why yeah. you need to tell someone yeah. sometimes. Yeah. You gotta, I guess you need to figure it out. What, what is the thing that you need to do to keep you on track, make you accountable? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, and so... Uh, we will give Henny's email address and her phone <laughs> number so that you can text her at the end of the episode. <laughs> oh my Get all these, an onslaught of random text messages. Henny, just, just wanted you to let you know, just wanted to let you know, today I'm, you know, doing whatever, cleaning out my fridge. Okay, no prob. <laughs> Also, also, if you need someone to set a timer for you, I mean, Henny is your girl. I'm, I'm your man. I am <laughs> your man. If you, need, if you need a timer, I can do that. <laughs> An alarm, I'm all over it. <laughs> oh no, no, but I do. I appreciate having someone, and we all have someone, uh, you know, to that that will be that person for us. So, uh, thank you, thank you for that. Oh my goodness, I got yeah. it done. <laughs> well, and for me, I like that too. Like I like being able to tell someone, okay, here's, here's what, here's what I'm aiming to accomplish. Not even because I need the accountability Yeah. yeah. Because, because usually like to do things and like check things off a list, I'm pretty self-motivated, but sometimes just to like think it through myself like I have to sort of go through and be like okay what are the things that I what are the things I have to get done what are the things that are actually a priority for me that I need to get done today and Mm -hmm. then sometimes when I see it in a list or sometimes if I send it to someone else then it it's like okay now it's almost like I don't have to think about it anymore because it's down on paper or someone else has it like someone else can take over that you know uh, mental responsibility, you know, cause I've okay. outside, like, it's almost, it's that process that I really need. Um, mm-hmm. but then also it's helpful for me too, when I'm over ambitious with the uh, things that I'm planning to do. Yes. And, cause then if I don't get it all done, then it's helpful for me, for someone else to have like, like you often do, you'll be like, yeah. ha- like, how, how are you going to get all of that done today? And I'll be no. like, okay. Yeah. So if I don't get all those things done, I didn't like, I didn't fail. It's not the end of the world. No. Like, you know, no one could have done that. Okay, fine. Like it helps me feel a little bit better about not achieving those goals, to be honest. Yeah. And, and hundred percent of the time, no, 99% of the time, Henny has a massive list and even like she'll work until she gets it done. There are very few times when you'll say to me, you know what, I have, I didn't, I got this much of this marked and the rest is just going to have to wait until tomorrow. That's going to have to be good enough. Yeah. And I'll be like, 
She'll send me her list in the beginning of the day, and I'll be like, I got, I'm going to take a nap this afternoon because I'm probably interested <laughs> from your list. Uh, I and wish, I, I wish really, take really insecure, like our insignificant, insignificant things. I, this is what I'm doing today. I'm going to do this. I'm flitting around. I'm like a butterfly. I'm just like in my estate. I'm just like flitting around my estate. <laughs> in your South American estate. <laughs> I wish that you could take Penny's a nap. nose to the grindstone. <laughs> and he's marking and he's doing this. You know oh. You know, it. although I have to tell you, like this weekend, I still had a huge list of things to do, but I didn't have schoolwork to do with my brother. And it truly, it was like, oh, like the heavens parted. I had time yeah. to sit and watch a couple of hours of Netflix. Like, was good for you. <laughs> it was really nice. It, it felt really relaxing to be able to take a little bit of time to just, you know, veg. Yeah. So, yeah, as it should. Good for you. That was that was a good that was a good thing for me. <laughs> okay, so it's interesting because we're talking a little bit about, um, you know, you said like, I'm working on this thing and it's not going very well and it's taking me so long and I can't do it and so immediately you start thinking everyone else can do this everyone else finds this so easy I can't do this like what is my problem like and so you said why do our brains go there mm -hmm. and it made me think particularly about something that I've just been reading so mm -hmm. I'm reading a book right now and it's for like it's for school it's for it's for it's for um, a professional development thing that I'm involved in and but the book is called Culturally Responsive Teaching and the Brain by Zaretta Hammond. And it's definitely about teaching. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's what I'm mostly interested in. So it's, it's right up for me. But even if you're not interested in teaching, like the book has some interesting segments and some interesting parts that aren't necessarily related to teaching, in particular about culture and what is culture and how culture develops also about the brain because the whole idea is culturally responsive teaching and the brain so there was this whole chapter about all the different parts of the brain and what and what the different parts of the brain are um, programmed to do and how we react to things with it like without making a conscious decision to do so because that's what our brain has been mm. Uh, programmed to do so I'm just I'm thinking about all of those things as as soon as you said why does our brain go there and I was like I know I know why our brain goes there <laughs> <laughs> so, so there are two different things that that uh, I was thinking about so one of the things that I was reading about that's really quite interesting is this idea of two very distinct types of, of culture. And so we have some of the world, North America and Western Europe predominantly, function under a culture that is m the majority individualistic. Whereas mm -hmm. the rest of the world, for the most part, functions under a culture that is collectivist. And so there are like, distinct differences between these cultures and so in an individualistic culture which is the one that we live in definitely the focus is on the individual on performance on success 
on achieving, like on setting goals and attaining them, on being the best, on like it's all about that and about yourself and your being and what you can do. In a collectivist culture, which is the majority of the world, actually, um, it just doesn't feel that way because it's not our world. Yeah. <laughs> the focus is on the group and what's best for the group and how the group can be supported and, 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 and achieving like peace and harmony amongst people. And so the real focus of how we live our lives, depending on where you live, depending on what your culture is, is so, is so different. The problem is that our brains are wired for connection. One of the things that is so important to our brains is that we connect with other people, right? We, so, cause our brain really is focused on keeping us safe and protected. And so we keep ourselves safe by avoiding things that are bad. So avoiding anything that's going to be painful or difficult by going towards things that are enjoyable and pleasurable and by connecting with other people. Because when we connect with other people, we feel safe and protected because we're huh. with other people who understand us, who take care of us, who, you know, who, who are empathetic with us, whatever it might be. And so it's so strange to live and to operate in a culture that is so focused on the individual and what you can accomplish. And if you don't accomplish anything, you're a failure. When we know that that's not what our brains are, are, are wanting, right? Our brains want to be with the group. They want to be a part of a group. They want to be involved. And so I've been thinking a lot about that professionally in, in my teaching, but I've been thinking a lot about that when it comes to WW as well, especially thinking about like, we always talk about how important the workshops are. And how important it is to surround yourself with like-minded people and how important yeah. it is to be with a group of people who understand the things that you're saying or the things that you're going through or the things that you're experiencing and how important that is. But no wonder it's so important. It's important yeah. because our brain needs to know that no matter what it is that we're experiencing, there are people in our world that can make it okay because like, because they know it too, because they're supportive of us, because mm. they can give us, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So, so then, so then you think to yourself, okay, so I'm going through this really hard time, whether it's, you know, trying to put a document together with images or whether it's trying to, you know, live through a global pandemic or whether it's, you know, trying yeah. to, you know, take off that last 10 pounds, what, whatever it is that you're trying to do and you're really struggling with it, you know, and then your immediate response is, why can't I do this? I'm a loser. I'm a failure. Everyone else can do this. I can't do this. Like the reason we, we think that way is because our culture and our society that we live in has told us that. Hmm. And it's so deeply rooted in us that we don't even realize that that's the message that we've been given. Hmm. Right? Like 
just taken that message on for ourselves and it's is a complete fallacy yeah mind blown like i really i'm like i'm reading this book and i was like oh good point oh good point oh write that down like i i mean it's you know I'm I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to that stuff anyway. Yeah. But it's but it's been it's been really interesting. And like and it's I guess for me, some of what's so interesting is first and foremost, like our bodies are remarkable. Mm-hmm. You know, and our brains, like the way that our brains operate, like it's wild. And um and then to be reading things like that and for one purpose, but to see how it actually bleeds into absolutely everything yeah. that you do, it's, mm-hmm. you know, I, I find that very invigorating and exciting. Yeah. I, I, I bet, and that's true with a lot of things is, is that you can find where they are transferable to many different aspects of your life, different things you're involved in. But we often is like feel like it they aren't they, that they aren't there. They're only applicable to, you know, whatever you wherever they whatever wherever they've been pointed out to you or wherever you've learned them, that, that that's the only place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It may not look the same, but the concept Correct. behind the things concept are, behind yeah. Yeah. But we don't yeah. take the time to really think about that. You know, we're, mm-hmm. we're always, we're always in a rush to look for the easiest way. And in hindsight, often we can, you know, recognize yeah. and connect the dots. Um, yeah. There. yeah. I'm yeah. interested to see where things go because the month of April at WW was all about habits, but the month of May is all about our brains oh. and how the way our brains work can support us. Mm-hmm. And so I'm curious to see like where WW takes us yeah. on this you know, journey into our brain because, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been doing some reading, so I feel like... I've got some nuggets, you know, (laughs) but but there was one part in this section on the brain that had me thinking about habits because it says, and I'm reading from the book. So it says repetition or deliberate practice of a specific move. And then it gives examples like a finger position on a violin, memorizing something Mm -hmm. important, doing a puzzle, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That, um, that is what, triggers the release of myelin which is important that's the fatty substance in your brain that surrounds the neurons to to like bind the connection and make it stronger and the stronger the connection the quicker you can recall that information right and then it says also this is directly from the book it says conversely when we don't practice or use these new things shortly after we've learned them our brain prunes them yeah. So if Ooh. you don't use something right away and like repeat mm-hmm. it, your brain thinks, "Oh, you did that once. Not that important. Chop that out." Like we need we need space for the important stuff, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like we know those things, right? Like none yeah. none of this is new. It's just sometimes when it's packaged differently, it it hits a yes, yeah, it hits a, a spot specifically. You know that you're yeah. Like, Oh yeah. Ooh, ooh. That really I, I was speaks yeah, to me. And for sure. And it's something was very similarly said. Uh I was listening to Today is the Day podcast this afternoon. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about 
um, you know, when you are learning something new and then being able to sort of regurgitate that, like think about it, put it into words that you, that makes sense to you and then telling somebody else. And it's exactly what you're saying is like, the more you practice that, the better you get at it, the, the more information that you can absorb. So even if it's something initially and you take, you know, 10, 10 bits of it, once that becomes familiar to you, you then it's building onto it, building onto it. No, no different than a habit. Mm -hmm. All the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's, it's. Well, because at the end of the day, like that is what a habit is, right? Like a habit is a learned behavior. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's, it's, it's instead of learning a fact or, you know, learning how to do something, it's learning an action that you do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like thinking about people who play the piano and in the beginning you are struggling to remember which key is which, but then mm -hmm. once you've done it so many times, you don't even think about it anymore. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's just memory. Like your, your fingers know exactly where to go. You know, it's typing, you're on a keyboard. Yeah. You don't think Truly, about it anymore. If someone asked me like where a key was, yeah. I would really have to think about it. Yeah. But, but isn't it weird because if you put your hands down and you don't look, but you, and they're not right, you know, immediately, you know immediately, you know, immediately if they're sitting so off. So weird, but they can still all be touching a key, the yeah. keys, but, but you're like, Hmm, this, something is not right yeah. here. Yeah. Thinking of other things, like, for example, the, the passcode for my phone. Yeah. It's, it's a four digit number code. But I can never remember the number. Yeah. And like, but I know what it is because I, I punch it into my phone like a hundred times a day, but I mean, maybe only 50 times a day now that it has facial recognition, but still, I still type that number in a lot of times, but I've used that passcode for like, I think my Amazon prime account or something. And every time I have to put that code in, I'm like what is the number again? Like, and, and sometimes it comes to me, sometimes I have to look at my phone. Yeah. Like press this. One. Oh yeah. Okay. Now I got it. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. isn't that the worst? Because I've done that too. And, and it's just like, my mind is blank sometimes yeah. because it's just, and I, like my, my fingers are like, still will say what well, I said. I have no idea. Couldn't tell you blank. No. Nothing could, here. Could not yeah. tell you. Yeah. Oh, brains. Brains. Well, and it also, like we were talking about that last week, about our brain and the energy that it uses and yeah, that we need to feed right. it. Right? Yeah, so, right. and this is all connected because your brain is already doing a lot of work just to keep your body functioning, never mind adding in, thinking about things, stress, all these other things. So it's, at, we're asking, and it's, it isn't really that big, right? Like it's, no, it's like, not that big. Unless you have a really big head. I don't know if that means your, 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 I mean, your brain I, is bigger. I don't know if it means you're smarter. I think it just means that maybe it's just diluted a little bit. It's like you're not con when you have a small brain, it's just concentrated. Okay. So there is something else that we have to chat about that also coincidentally came up at our WW workshop this past week. So one of the members towards the end of the workshop was saying like, she, well, she just had a question for the group and she was like, you know, like, are you guys happy with how you're eating? 
and everyone was like, yeah, yeah. Like I, I love the things I'm eating. Like this is like, I, I don't eat stuff I don't like. I'm only like choosing things that I like to eat and blah, blah, blah. And, and she was like, oh, and she was really disappointed with that response yeah. because I, I think that she really feels like she's, I mean, sure, I, I, she enjoys the stuff that she's eating, but, but yeah. to use her word, she said, I don't find joy in the foods that I'm eating. Yeah. She, cause I think what she actually, the way that she asked the question was did, like, it was like, does, do we, you ever, like, does everybody get to a point when they like it? It's like, almost like, do, is there a point that, that all of a sudden one day it becomes enjoyable because right. it's, it's a chore. It's, a, it seems like it's a chore for her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I can appreciate that because, you know, it, it takes, it takes a little bit of thought. It takes, you know, you, you have to want to do it and, and it's, this person um, lives alone. So, I mean, there's lots of, there's a lot of different things that feed into this mm-hmm. about, about why people like, but anyways, it was a legitimate question. It was a, I thought it was a great question. So did I. I thought it was fantastic. Because one I, that's I not, do, one that's not asked. Yeah. Yeah. One that's not asked. You're absolutely right. Like, and I do think that there are days or weeks or months or periods of time where, you know, yeah, like the food in general just doesn't feel that exciting for whatever reason. You know, I know for me, if I'm, if I'm really busy with like other things in life and then to to also have the pressure of having to think about and what am I going to eat and what am I going to prepare and you like sometimes that's I feel not the same way but I I do feel like really like I'm just so tired of all the time and energy that goes to food like I can can we not you know and I mean, you know, I'm not talking about time and energy, like, you know, dreaming about a walnut crunch. Like, you know, I'm talking about like time and energy, you know, spent meal planning and putting something in the crock pot and making sure that I've got fruit in my fridge and, you know, roasting vegetables and stuff like that. And I think something that has been helpful for me is that I because I listen to a lot of podcasts and audiobooks, I do that while I'm doing that, that meal prep. And so then the prep doesn't feel onerous because it's an excuse for me to do something that I want to do. Right. But that doesn't necessarily, you know, make the food exciting. It just makes the process of preparing the food not so onerous. Yeah. Yeah. But I want, I, I wonder, I think it really had to do with, you, you, you know, when you've, you've, I mean, I have days too, and then I'm thinking, okay, well, I planned out what I'm going to eat that, you know, we're, I'm prepping for dinner, this and this, and then you get to that day and you're like, I just don't feel like it. Yes. But I'm, but I, to me, it, it felt like maybe that was where that question was coming from. Okay. It's like not even enjoying the the change in eating habits maybe have changed so drastically right? that 
it's now it's fine to do and and this person's a lifetime member also yeah so mm -hmm. it was fine during the process but i think that the now is like does it ever get where you were enjoying the food that you're eating? And the, I think it was more the way you're eating because pe then people were very kind of like, Oh, well, I steam broccoli. Like, I mean, that ain't uh, uh, okay. Great. But steam broccoli <laughs> sounds not really appetizing. I, I mean, I enjoy it, but I also need to have different textures on my plate, you know, yeah. to have with that. So like that's, a, that's some rice and have some chicken or, or whatever, you know, salmon well, or something. And, and I think when you're thinking about, when you're thinking about the way that you eat, you know, does there ever, like I'm thinking, okay, so I'm thinking about the way that I ate pre WW and the way that I eat now. Mm-hmm. Um, there are th some things that aren't different. There are a lot of things that are. And mm -hmm. so am I, but I wouldn't say that I'm unhappy with the way that I'm eating now. However, are there ways that I ate before that I sometimes wish I could still yes. eat like now? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. You know? Mm -hmm. And so does that ever go away? Like, does that desire to like go back and, you know, eat, eat in a way that you ate before. I mean, I think yes and no. Mm -hmm. I think yes and no. I think for me, what I have noticed, number one, is that my tastes have changed. Yeah. So like sometimes I do have things that I have like longed for for a long, long time because it was like, I don't know, something special or we only had it at a particular time of year, you know, mm -hmm. or I, you know, it's been so long since I've had this and then I have it and then I'm like, oh, like it wasn't yeah. as great as I built it up in my head to be. And so mm -hmm. then I can sort of let it go, you know? Yeah. I also have, because, because um, prior to WW, I was like a major binge eater. And so, and I mean, even now I, I still have, you know, I, I still have my challenges with yeah. eating, but, yeah. but there's something satisfying about doing that, that, that I do sometimes like just, I, and that must be why sometimes I fall into that accidentally because I get caught up in the behavior. Um, yeah. What I will tell you, though, is that prior to WW, that was just how I ate. Yeah. And now when that happens, I physically feel ill afterward. And I, and I consciously think to myself, that did not feel so great. Like, as much as you thought this was going to be satisfying, yeah. actually, you just feel like, stuffed and bloated and gross yeah you know so yeah. so I think yeah like I think old habits die hard mm -hmm. but there is a new level of mindfulness that wasn't there before yeah mm -hmm. that being said if there's something like if there's a particular food that yeah you've cut out completely. Yeah. You know, you, you, I think you can, I think it's easy to cut out a food completely for a month, for six months, even for a year, mm -hmm. but to do that, like to 
cut that food out if it's a food that you truly truly love yeah i think you never like do you think you ever get over that no you don't and and you shouldn't why 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 do that i mean there are certain foods that at one point in the journey i had no problem with like you know um, making adjustments to to make them fit into the points or whatever, but they but but I but you but I always sacrificed on the flavor. Yeah, and and so with that, it was like, well, what's why I have them? So mm-hmm. over time, they're you know, and my and I we've talked about this before, but my binge would be the day that I would reset my weight. So I had, it was, I mean, I never really thought about it being a binge, but it's what exactly what it was. It was a whole day binge. Right. And it's really hard not even now I haven't had one for a while, but it's hard to not, it's hard to stop that. Like there are days, there have been times and I've just thought, Oh, I'll just have this and this and this, but I also know what's going to happen after, just like you said, right. It's yeah. like, yeah. And then I think that that's the lesson and that what's more important is that not trying so hard because the will, you, you, no one has enough willpower. No, ever. No, the willpower lasts a very small, a short period of time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then once you, once, once you, you, you sort of surrender that you feel like you're a failure mm-hmm. and it's it's not i mean i i uh i i like to i think that once i heard dr foster say you know it's like eating outside of my normal eating pattern mm-hmm. that that just positioned it differently so i do i like to have chips and it was chips that this one person was particularly talking about mm-hmm. so you you have to either just have the chips and like plan for the chips mm-hmm yeah. Or, but, but it, it could also just be that you don't have enough salt in your diet. Like your body is like craving mm-hmm. it. Like it, yeah. Do you know, like it, because you've cut it out. Cause we tend to do that. Oh, we're going to cut salts, the enemy and fats, the enemy, everything's mm-hmm. an enemy and, and nothing tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so we have this tasteless food and I think you need to start adding some of it in or seeing seeing how your body reacts to some of those things but not cut them out that's just a that's a worst thing to do and we were all we've all done it we've all done it yeah um okay so I think we've probably talked about this at some point but I think it's been long enough that I don't necessarily remember the answer and so I'm hoping that our listeners will be gracious if we're repeating ourselves but is there something that you maybe used to eat but you don't eat it anymore because you realize you actually didn't love it so much and uh, chocolate like chocolate cakes and like a lava cake like that kind of gooey kind of chocolate yeah very rich chocolate would be something that I I would you know eat and if there was a cake in the in the fridge like I would get up in the middle of the night and have a like a sliver that you know like it isn't really a slice but uh, and multiple of those instead of just sitting down and having a freaking slice and enjoying right. it. Right, right, right. <sighs> like normal people do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think it's quite normal to just take slivers. <laughs> so that's that's probably, and, and some like cheaper kinds of chocolate, like that kind of stuff that now it doesn't appeal to me at all. If I, if I was in a restaurant and there was a list, you know, and it had three things for a dessert and, and they were all like chocolate things, no. There was a time that I would choose one of the things. 
-hmm. regardless. I would choose the one that was least, I thought I would like, like the most. Right. Now I will, I'm okay just to, for like, say no. Yeah. And the other thing I think is uh, caramel corn, caramel popcorn, only because I can't find one here that's as good as, as what I'm, there's, I have to stick to the brand that I like, you know, like, right. and if I don't have it, then I just need to not try to find that substitute because I end up feeling resent, resentful to the food because it right. didn't give me <laughs> what I was expecting, you know? Yeah. Like it, like it cares because yeah. it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. It's funny that you say caramel corn. I, I wondered if you were going to say caramel corn only because I know that you have had like a couple of attempts yep. since you've been, uh, since you've been abroad, since you've been in your South American estate. <laughs> um, but I also think that that's a great example for me, like candied popcorn, whether it's caramel corn or like pink popcorn or like whatever, that's that's food that like that is something that I would have eaten and loved for years and years and years. It's I mean, it's still good, but it's like for what the points are going to cost me, it's not that good. And what I've realized, what I've noticed actually is that I actually like the other flavored popcorns, like whether it's just a butter popcorn or like a, a cheddar popcorn or like some, yeah. some other like flavored popcorn. I actually like that even more. I didn't realize I liked that more. I thought mm. I liked the sweet stuff more. Turns out I like yeah. the salty stuff more. Um, and so that I will definitely spend a lot of points on from time yeah. to time. Yeah. But yeah, but the, the candied stuff, it's not, it's not worth it to me. Yeah. Yeah. And then, okay. And so then what about something that maybe you, you, maybe something that you thought at one point you were going to cut out, but then you realize I can't actually cut this out. I need to have this from time to time. Oh my God. So I don't know what has happened, but since moving to, to Peru, I am on like a freaking hamburger. I'm like on a quest for the best freaking hamburger. Yes. Oh my Lord. And like, seriously, they, they have like kick-ass burgers. The flavor is so good. The comp, like Phil ordered one on Saturday. It had a onion ring on top and a quinoa ring and it had this barbecue sauce. And the people are like, I thought that actually it was Kelly. She goes, I thought that was a chocolate donut on top of the burger. (laughs) Cause it did kind of look like that. Yeah. But, but I, the flavor is just so enjoyable for me. And I would never, that like I said to Phil on Saturday, go, can you even imagine like at home, I would never go to a restaurant. I would never order a burger. Right, right, right. Never, never. If it was going to be something it, it, I might in a, in a pub, it would be fish and chips because I want all that deep fried batter. Okay. okay. But, but not a burger, not a burger. So yeah, burgers, oh, burgers are like really high on my list. Of, I love that. Yeah. And they got a bit, they got to have good fries too. Most of the time the fries here are actually home cut, not frozen bags. And yeah. 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 Whenever I see the pictures, they look good. I know. I know. I send them to, you can send them to, so James can see them. I, I know. He, he is. I know. My, <laughs> my, my brother, James, he just, he loves, he has a very limited number of items that he eats on a regular basis but they include anything to do with bread hamburger or cheese yes. so if you put all those things together 
he is into it. Oh, and bacon. Throw that on the list. Yeah, too. <laughs> of course. And there's bacon on those too. Yeah. I mean, yes, that's, that's got his name all over it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What, what about for you? Well, I mean, pizza. Yeah. Like mm. pizza. Pizza is a thing that actually very early on in my WW journey, I realized that I really liked pizza. You know, like I, I wouldn't have told you before that, that I, yeah. that like, if someone had said like, oh, like, do you really like pizza? And I'd be like, yeah, I guess it's okay. No, no, I actually really like it. So that's something that I will spend points on. But you know what? I actually, you know what? So you know how you always get the burger and fries. Yeah. I always, I am on, here's my kick, buffalo chicken fingers and Caesar salad. <laughs> I I didn't who knew that I loved Caesar salad? I don't know, but like I am and it's the same as you. Like I'm I'm looking for who's got the best, you know, who's got yeah. the best Caesar salad. Love me a Caesar salad. I also love a buffalo chicken finger. Like it's okay. spicy, it's hot, it's like comfort food. Mm -hmm. I mean that's and and I am willing to spend a pretty penny of uh well I mean I guess <laughs> a pretty penny from my bank and from my WW bank yeah. in order to get them but yeah that's 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 been my thing I don't I don't know yeah 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 I mean I I, I actually like chicken fingers too quite a bit but like yeah. only if they've been tossed in buffalo sauce uh, like I don't want yeah. just a dry old chicken finger yeah wow want, that's the thing. I want it tossed in sauce. You want it dripping, yeah. Like yeah. if it's a chicken wing, like I like chicken wings, but I like the honey garlic. Mm. Oh, no. oh. oh no. maybe I wouldn't anymore. That was my thing. Maybe you, I, yeah, well, that's the thing. You you don't really know. Like you do have to kind of test things out a little bit. Mm. Because things that you <laughs> things that you thought you loved, you don't always, and things that you didn't realize you you were really keen on mm -hmm. well I can tell you what I am really keen on okay tell me because because this this what we're recording right now is going to drop on my birthday yes it is it's gonna be a happy birthday Sandy happy birthday Sandy and I am actually leaving to go to Denver to receive the COVID vaccine if things all go well. Also, but, happy so, birthday, Sandy. Absolutely, happy birthday, Sandy. And on my birthday, I've already told Phil, I am going to Baskin Robbins. I am getting two scoops. Honey, do you know what scoops I'm getting? Oh my goodness, I should know what scoops you're getting. Are you getting pralines and cream? Yes. Good job. <laughs> yes. Okay. But, but I get two different ones. Another one. Yeah, you get two flavors, pralines and cream. I I oh. I knew that that was one. Ooh, I don't, is the other one? I actually don't know. Is it some sort of like chocolate coffee fudge kind of situation? It's Rocky Road. Oh, okay. Marshmallows that's good, that's good and nuts. That's yeah. a good option. I am a hundred percent getting that. A hundred percent. Think I'm my Baskin Robbins. If I were getting Baskin Robbins. Mm -hmm. Do you know what flavor of ice cream I would get? Oh, peanut butter and chocolate. Mm, no, but that's a good guess. Oh, 
I don't know as we've ever had ice cream together. I don't think we have. No. I would get mint chocolate chip. Okay. I love mint chocolate chip. Oh, my God. You fit with my family because most of them like it. I'm the only one. It's okay. Okay. So, no, no. It is, like, hands down my favorite ice cream. It might be actually... I mean, every once in a while, I like a dipped cone from Dairy Queen. But other than that, like, mint chocolate chip is probably the only ice cream that would be worth it to me to have. Like, any other ice cream, I'm not that, like, fussed on it. Like, it's, like, I like it all. It's all delicious. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I don't need it. The mint chocolate chip, oof. But you know why I like mint chocolate chip? Because no one in my family, when we were growing up, (laughs) no one liked it. And so nah. it was the best one to order because no one would ask you for a bite or a lick or anything. <laughs> and as a kid who grew up with six siblings, that was important. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, Henny. Henny, did you grow up? I actually like it. <laughs> what, what did you, did you grow up in a house where your parents bought Neapolitan ice cream? No, no, oh. no, because we were always dieting. And by we, I mean my parents and me. My other siblings were. <laughs> but we were always dieting. So there was no dessert. If there was dessert, it was fruit or maybe sugar-free jello. Okay. But that was, that was the only thing. We, no, no. We, so we never had, like, you're talking about, like, the, the rectangular uh, box or the tub of the Neapolitan? Mm-hmm. No. No. Yeah. We never had yeah. that. We never yeah, had that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so there would always be strawberry left because no one, like, I only like vanilla or chocolate. My dad likes strawberry, but my dad always got to have walnut, uh, maple walnut, because that was his favorite. But we didn't get to touch it. I do like some maple walnut. Yeah. He yeah. also got the name. He also got the name brand cereal. We couldn't touch. We had to have the no name one. That was before. <gasps> I, that was before I was living in my South American estate. Clearly. <laughs> now, if you want the name brand cereal, you will buy it for yourself. I 100% will. <laughs> Anybody out there remember the no name? It was no name cereal. It was probably like when no name first came out and it looked like little, it was looked like, it, it actually had the, the consistency of like Captain Crunch, but they were like little, little like rabbit turd size, oh. but they were sweetened just like kind of like a, Cap, a Captain Crunch. And they would hurt your mouth when you're eating them, right? Like Captain yes. Crunch does. I mean, yes. I know all yeah. about that. Somebody, you know what? Steph will know. <laughs> She'll know it. <laughs> she will. Well, Count on you, Steph. people should tell us what their favorite ice cream flavor would be. So if you were going to Baskin Robbins or whatever ice cream parlor is near you, would you be on mint chocolate chip, team mint chocolate chip with me? <laughs> Would you be on Team Rocky Road and Pralines and Cream with Sandy? Or would you be Maple Walnut like Sandy's dad? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. One of the other 30 30 wonderful flavors. That's it. That's it. Or some other flavor. Whatever. Please just don't say Tiger Stripe. No one actually likes Tiger Stripe. No one likes that. Actually, my daughter does. Yeah, she likes Tiger Stripe. She's not a fan. Yeah, it's weird. I know. I don't like it. Mm Mm-mm. Anyway, <laughs> I think we I think we went out on a good note. It's always <laughs> we did. It's always good to leave talking about ice cream. <laughs> All right, oh. Sandy. Well, happy birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you very Enjoy much. Enjoy your Baskin Robbins. I will. I'm gonna send you a photo. You know, I'm it. looking 
I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> and, and to everyone who's listening to us, thank you so much for supporting us and listening and being a part of this journey with us. We really enjoy having you along. Absolutely. So until next time, chat later. <laughs> Ciao. Bye. <laughs>